Welcome to episode 11 of the MTG Conflicts Cast. My name is Steven. I'm joined by my co-hosts, John. Hello. And Chris. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about uh, Chris and John's team constructed event. Uh, let's kick things off with our weekly roundup where we talk about what decks we piloted and what we played against in this past week. So Chris, let's start with you. Zero evidence. Got him. Get Uh, wrecked. So did you name Sweltering Sons in game three and then he angered you? Because that would be hilarious. Lame. Super good. Yeah, it's pretty gross when that one happens. Yeah, that's a really great feeling. <laughs> as the affinity player, that's a great feeling, let me tell you. Man, as the affinity player, Mantis Rider probably not such a great feeling though. No, no, Mantis Rider sit oh that's that's a scary card. <laughs> he tagged, he also blocked. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Oh, it's it's so great and more. It's like Lightning Angel for one less mana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that interaction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is real good. This is real good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't play FNM. I had a social gathering I went to since people were in town for Thanksgiving. Uh, but I did play Grixis Delver at our team event. Um, excuse me. Uh, which went pretty well. Um, and I'll go over it a little bit more in depth when we go over the event. So I'll pass it on to you. Steven, what did you play this week? Uh, so I actually just got back uh, from a standard thing playing Blue, White, and Balm. And um, last week, I also played Blue, White, and Bomb. Was it the bomb? Um, it was not the bomb. I okay. So, so let me let me let me just say this. <laughs> I've built this deck, kind of like 
geared towards beating Ramen Up Red and Team Energy, right? Of course, because that's what you do, right? But <laughs> in this I, format right now. <laughs> but I haven't played against either one of those decks in a tournament setting yet. And all I've played against are other, and I kid you not, I have not played against a non-blue-white <clears throat> dot deck yet. Uh, so I played against blue-white approach, and I played against blue-white gifts, and I played uh, my mirror once. But besides that, I haven't played against any other decks, and those decks just stomp me, like stomp <laughs> it on my face in the ground, and just like totally take advantage of me in every which way in all of my weaknesses so i haven't really gotten a fair chance with this deck but it's starting to really annoy me um on the other side online i've been playing animar which has been fun if anything else like i've it i'm like 50 50 with the deck but it's it's always fun for me to play i really like it mostly because a lot of people are playing the the uh, two commanders, one of them being the black and white one, so they have a lot of black and white removal spells, and Anamar is pro black white, and I just sit there and laugh my butt off. Um, and then I've been playing Affinity as well. Uh, a standout match that happened on Saturday or Sunday. <clears throat> I was playing against uh, this deck that just played a bunch of enchantments, kind of one of those prism decks where they're just like. Uh, play Ghostly Prism, play the the Prism that doesn't that makes you pay X, where X is the amount of... Uh, Spear of safety? Yeah. Ah! <laughs> uh, and so, so, you know, just playing all these different enchantments, and this guy gets to a point where, like, I'm not attacking, I've already countered his win condition, and we're just, like, I'm just grinding out the time at this point, right? Uh, I have to leave my computer for for a few minutes to go do something, so I ended up going under time from him, and I ended up drawing my last card, uh, so he just passes the turn and I lose. So my clock has 3 minutes, 22 seconds left on the clock. His clock has like 4 minutes and something seconds left on the clock. Going into game 3, and I'm playing Affinity, so I'm like... I'm jazzed. I'm like super, super happy about this. I can definitely win in three, three and a half minutes, you know? Uh, so my turn one is like zero drop, zero drop, signal pass, one drop, or uh, uh, Vault Scourge. And his turn is like, like islands, like planes go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I just, I'm just getting in with a bunch of damage. And then I get him to seven and he has four mana uh, I have a bunch of things going on my board. Like, I have, I have way more than lethal on board. And he's just like, fog, 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 fog. For five turns in a row, my clock ends with, like... The game ends with, like, me winning. Uh, my clock is at 2... Like, 2.30-something. And his clock is at, like, 56 seconds or something like that. And, oh, man, let me tell you. That win felt so, so great. It was it was probably like I was sitting next to the couch uh, I was sitting on the couch next to Jackie and she was like playing the switch or watching a movie or something and like I just stood up and I was like yes oh my god I can't believe I did this and just like <laughs> uh, it, it felt so great she's like nude <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah that was that was my game it was it was it was a lot of fun. Um, 
But uh, did you guys see any cool decks? That was that was the cool deck that I saw. That I, the, the enchantment deck. I don't know about cool because I I kind of just dumpstered it. But earlier tonight, I, I squeezed a match in on uh, Moto before we started the cast. I just just bought in last night to Grixis Delver online for Legacy. I was like, okay, time time to be good, not bad. Let's drop the cash and. Mm-hmm play the deck and get practice in so i'm not a scrub so you spent a whole like 20 dollars okay what no, no it's <laughs> like 350 dollars oh wow you didn't yeah. have any of it well i had blue red delver and it turns out that's about 350 dollars off from oh Grixis okay delver. that's crazy that's turning nemesis is 57 dollars a pop online holy poop okay all right i understand now yeah yeah so two of those you know cha-ching cha-ching um yeah i was shocked when i found that one out um so I played against this blue green show intel deck. So we played two games and I saw Force of Will, Spell Pierce, Show Intel, Emrakul the Aeons Torn, Living Wish, and Lands. What? And maybe some can maybe a cantrip or two. That was it. That was all I saw. Um Mold of Five, game one. And he tried to Living Wish. Well, he did Living Wish into Tabernacle, which I just paid for. And then I just killed him with my death, my Delver and Death Rite. And then game two, I played uh, Death Rite and a Pyromancer and made like a billion tokens and just fucking killed him. Mm-hmm. But i don't know i was like he played a sylvan library in game one i was like main deck sylvan library main deck living wish for tabernacle i mean that's spicy right wow but uh i have i have no i mean obviously he was trying to show intel emrakul into play yeah and like maybe he's playing eureka or so i don't know his deck like just failed to function like just blew up in his face I'm guessing. Like, why else would you play green in a show and tell deck, right? Like, you can't just play show and tell. You have to have like your sneak attack or your eureka or something. But I only saw one. I saw. I saw because I was probing him like constantly in both games. I just drew like oodles of probes both games, and the only fatty I ever saw was an Emrakul in game one that got stuck in his hand. Like, so I never saw any other dudes. I didn't see Gristle Brand or like anything else. I don't know what the hell this guy is trying to do, like. He just, like, had a bunch of lands and counter magic. And it just, like, didn't matter. I don't know. It was really weird. We had, like, a counter war over a Gurmog Angler, which I was happy losing because it, like, emptied all the counter magic out of his hand. And I was just Beautiful. sitting there with, like, two Force of Wills, and I knew he had a show and tell. And I was like, okay, if you draw a threat, I just win. Like, the counter war, whatever. Actually, that's an interesting point. Um, You know, Flusterstorm is such a, a powerful card in Legacy, but it is such a better card offensively than defensively. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, you're trying to, like, defend your... You know, you're trying to resolve your spell, and you're trying to defend it, and they cast Flusterstorm. Like, you just lose the counter war on the spot, usually. Unless you have your own Flusterstorm to back it up. Yeah, but, like, then you're just at parity again. Like... Yeah, that's true. That's the only spell that puts you at parity counter-wise is another Flusterstorm. It's just, like, it's so hard to, to beat an offensive Flusterstorm. I don't know. It's interesting um, the way that card kind of shakes out. You know, because, like, you know you like oh show and tell and they're like force of will and then you just like force of will they're force of will and you're like fine right Flusterstorm's not like that like <laughs> your spell's fucking getting countered like you're dying <laughs> i don't know it's interesting like the card definitely makes playing combo tricky yeah 
anyways, I um, guess we can move into our team tournament now. Actually, I think Chris has a, a cool deck he wants to talk about that he has become deeply enamored with over the last four <laughs> or five days. I mean, Zubera is our spirits. <laughs> uh, is this a real thing? Yes, it's real. Saffron Olive played it and, like, dumpstered some people with it. It was sweet. <laughs> Hey, there's two, there's two, there's two Zuveras from, I think, Betrayers of Kamigawa, but they're both four mana and awful. Two life per. What a what a what a deliciously good rate. <laughs> this is odd. Yeah, this deck seems like a hot pile of trash, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they uh, to someone put it lightly. Yeah, someone linked to me this deck, and I just kind of guffawed and almost didn't even watch it. And they're like, "No, no, you, you gotta watch it. It's sweet." I'm like, "Uh, fine." So I start start watching. <laughs> No, I'm looking at the list right now. This looks like a hot pile of garbage. Yeah. <laughs> sure. There's a sweet card. <laughs> Not only is it a rally, uh, but it's also running Return to the Ranks. Yeah. Oh, man. It's good times. Jeez. A billion Zuberas. Yeah. So I played a, a deck really similar to this almost almost exactly a year ago. It was an Esper Rally deck, and it um it was playing 
you know, kind of a similar strategy. You try to mill your deck a lot. It was playing like Hedron Crab, Magus of the uh, Bazaar, like uh, Ideas Unbound, just like total garbage cards, right? Just trying to mill yourself over as quick as possible. And then it played Rally, and then it played Bridge from Below as its its secondary card instead of uh, Return from the Ranks. And so you would do the same thing, you'd, you know, rally back a bunch of stuff, and then you would, uh, you know, sack them all to your Viserys here, and you'd get like, a bunch of Blood Artist triggers or Zillaport Cutthroat triggers and kill them. But the reason the Zubera deck is way better is um, the the blue Zubera, uh, floating dream Zubera, draws you a bunch of cards when it dies. So you just get to dig into more Zubera and dig into your your rallies and your back from the, uh, is it back from the brink? Or uh, return to the ranks, thank you. Back from the brink is like a terrible card for Ministrad, I believe. Um, oh, you can go ahead. Yeah, you yeah. usually have like a, set, a you have some setup turns that like draw you into the win the next turn, but also keep you alive. So and so, I guess at, at some point you just sacrifice all of these to either Viserysir or Bloodthrown Vampire, and you just leave them all on the stack at the same time so that they all see each other dying. Kind of like Jeez. scape shift. Yeah, Saffron Olive didn't pick up on that one at first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So is this so is this the new it deck? Is this the new deck that everybody's gonna build? Not at all. <laughs> this, this deck is like not quite a hot pile of garbage, but it's definitely not like anywhere near being tiered. It's so cheap. It's so cheap, except for the Cavern of Souls and the Fetchlands. It is so cheap. Yeah, it's just sweet. <laughs> Which Jeez. is expensive, honestly. <laughs> But also, like, Rally the Ancestors, Return to the Ranks, Gather the Pack, Viserysir, and uh, Grizzly Salvage. Grizzly Salvage is, like, under $10 Oh, these total. are like just trash rares and commons. This yeah. is so great. Yeah, these cards are, like, garbage. <laughs> The, wait, the oh, the Sacreatures are banned. Yeah. Serious, serious banned in Popper? Is what? it really? No. No way. No way. I've played Popper before. I don't believe this. Fact check. Fact fake, checking. Fake news. No. Oh, it's nah. Not. No, it's no, no, not. No, no, no. Not at all. The ban list is actually pretty small. Yeah, it's it's, it's All the nice. storm cards. <laughs> and cranial plating. Oh, yeah. Oh, Peregrine anyway. Drake. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Good night, sweet Peregrine. <laughs> yeah, this is this is pretty sweet. I I could I could see myself wanting to sleeve sleeve this up. 
Oh yeah, we're gonna be taking turns passing it around for the next few weeks. <laughs> yeah. It's like a it's like a pinata too. You like double block with the green one and another one and you pop out like two Zuberas or Yeah, no is it four? It's four, right? Two for each? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like <laughs> pops out like fucking confetti. Yeah. You That's... can chump block for a while. Well, in this case. <laughs> yeah. And you like uh, want them you I'll... want them to be in the graveyard for your rallies. So. I'll uh, I'll draw three and make a bunch of tokens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's pretty gross. <laughs> And then the black one like just destroys their hand. So they make just... it. They make. They have to discard a card for each Zubera that died. <laughs> yeah. Oh so my it's god. Even, you even have like safety from counter magic. <laughs> Man, that's so good. So good. <laughs> yeah. So gross. Like, yeah. And then they and then they can't all. If, if you have like four or five on the battlefield and it's like becoming an issue, they can't even wrath effectively. Yeah. So like, imagine like you're in a scenario. I was just gonna bring this up. <laughs> so like, imagine you've got like three Zuberas and a Viserys here, right? And your opponent's like, "Ugh, anger of the gods, get you!" And you're just like, "Sack, sack, sack, sack." Oh, I just scryed four into my rally. You're dead. And whatever effects just happened off of the Zuberas. Yeah, Jeez. it's just disgusting. It's just absolutely disgusting. Wait, now what I am noticing... Okay, it only it plays two of the white one. Okay, I see now. I the see. white one's not the best. No, the white one just gains life, which is proven not a great strategy. Sometimes, I guess it gets burned. Like, Yeah, it's, it's great it gets burned. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm going to uh, block with this Zubera, gain six life, mind twist you. Like, Blech. what? <laughs> shoot your goblin, like shoot your idol on or something. Like, yeah. Oh, and you can do. <laughs> you can do like upkeep effects. Like. On your upkeep, sacrifice two Zuberas plus my block Zubera. Make you discard your hand. Yeah, it's after your... to be discard. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, so you can so like good. just do discard in their draw steps so they can't even like rip a sorcery speed answer off the top. Yeah. Yeah. That is gross. The deck has a surprising amount of play to it for how garbage the cards are. Yeah, Blood Moon kills you, right? It makes the human deck look like a perfect mana base. (laughs) 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 Yeah. And you... Yeah, and then you have, like... You're playing, like, the Convoke one, which is also white-white, but you're not playing any, like, main deck white Zuberas, right? Two. Two, two. two of the... Two. So you can't exactly even, you can't, two. You can't even Convoke for white most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, uh, yeah, it's bad. It's real bad. All right. Well, I think that's a sweet deck, and I really hope to see that on on the on our YouTube channel pretty soon. Yeah. No, it's coming. 
Uh, let's move on to uh, this team Wait, constructed. This is this is MTG Zubera. This is our time out twenty four seven Zubera is here. Oh no, new Zuberas. More Zuberas. <laughs> it's definitely like not what I'm looking forward to out of that out of that block, if anything. Like the Zuberas are very low on my list. That's so funny. Oh shit! All right, uh, moving on to uh, your guys' team constructed event over at Forgotten Path Games in Elk Grove, right? Nope, Vacaville. Vacaville. I forgot these where these places are already. Uh, you guys went two, two, and one. Oh yeah, great record, crushing it. You, uh, your standard player played approach. Your modern player played five color humans, and your yep. legacy player played Grixis Delver. The, Let's talk about these. Standing, yeah. I was. Uh, oh, you're right. I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> we get that sick, nasty turn. A game one or round one draw. That is <laughs> that. I don't think I've ever seen a draw at a team event. I'm sure it happens, but I don't think I've ever seen it. It seems pretty easy, honestly. <laughs> How do you, how do three different players draw? You only need one to draw. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's unfortunate. I mean, Mike had the line like the wind lined up. He had so like okay, he was playing approach. What was different about this approach deck that was that's compared to like any of the list out there right now? I mean, we carefully selected the cards, but none of the cards were that that far off the beaten path, to be honest. Okay. Turns out Regal Caracal, real good against Burn. You're gonna play four of those. Maybe three. We played four. Thirty of the consoles. Pretty good. We played four of those. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's a good card to be playing a four of right now. So, um... <clears throat> hey, intelligently mash them together. Intelligently. <laughs> mm-hmm.
Okay. And I guess before we hop into your guys's uh, the two events or the two sides of, of the match that you guys uh, are more versed in. How did you guys go about building your decks? Because as a team event, I would assume that you you want to try to bring something different to the table. But I guess playing the deck that you're more comfortable with or playing the deck that's most well known is probably better. But I play there, the best is, deck. Is there is there anything? <laughs> I I guess my real question is: Is there anything that you guys did differently to prepare for this uh, team event than you would have done preparing for a solo event? Yes, I have a very concrete answer for that. Okay. I re-sleeved my 75 completely. <laughs> would not have done that if it was a solo <laughs> event. Would have been like, I'll change out the dirty ones. That'll be enough. I was oh like, my God. playing with teammates, can't afford a game loss on bad sleeves. I'll change them all. Oh my God. Okay. What about you, Chris? I'm dead serious. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. And is that is that like an effort to be like more of the ideas guy like so that you can sit behind people and kind of like and help make decisions? Yeah, like, yeah. hey, what do you think about these? <laughs> like, hold it up in the air. <laughs> Is the judge, like, glares at you from across the room? <laughs> okay. You have to like, you have to like remind Mike to play his like cycle his cycle and at the end of his turn while you're like I'm also like bugging you for advice on a brainstorm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, your opponent's like drumming his fingers, like waiting for you to like play a card off your aether vial activation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so let's go into your uh, Chris. Let's go into your matches specifically. What was your record? Love that deck. <laughs> yeah, we were like, what the hell? <laughs> awesome deck. 
shitty to play against, but awesome deck. I really liked our round one opponents. I they were they were funny guys. I liked them. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It's like a mythical deck, right? <laughs> I, I played against it once. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you want a PPTQ, you get a pass. <laughs> Chief Architect or something like that? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Great. <laughs> cool, great, fantastic, <laughs> awesome. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did you take all your freebooters out? Did you take all your freebooters out? Yeah, all right. <laughs> Uh, walking ballista. Yeah, yeah. Lol. Get yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but guess what? You didn't. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's giving me terrible advice over here in Legacy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we can touch on that one later. Okay. <laughs> and really, you didn't. And you didn't really see it. You just saw. You saw the cards that that composed the deck, but you didn't really see what the deck do its thing. I, on the other hand, have seen it, and it is disgusting. Oh <laughs> uh, man. <clears throat> yeah, so it looked pretty pathetic. Whenever I was glancing over, I was like, "What is going on?" Like, <laughs> it's like. Like, a bunch of permanents <laughs> on Chris's side, and his opponent's just, like, kind of, like, leaning on the table like he's about to take a nap. He's kind of staring forlornly at his oh, hand. Oh, so sad. <laughs> so sad. So sad. 
So what was your uh, what was your round two? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> oh, no. Sure. That's not great. That's not fantastic. <laughs> Just bounce your boggle. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Get wrecked, son. She definitely knew what she was doing, and she was about to pummel your face in. Dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You you got beat there, like hands down. That was oh. that's that's a good display of, of boggles. Boggles just. What do? <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Please tell. Why not? See, man, that's why you should have played Writers of Gavini. You could have named Boggle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Boggle is its creature type, right? Creature Boggle? Is it Beast? Oh, even better. <laughs> uh. <laughs> like, looking over at our game, it's like, I oh, hope you win. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Mhm. <laughs> oh. Oh no. <laughs> That's pretty good. <clears throat> oh. Get crushed. Get crushed, Boggles. <laughs> Pink Dahlia is such a pain in the ass. 
Oh man, and and you know what? Like, like Big Thalia in this situation is like, it, like you said, it's a pain in the ass. It's like on the verge of like being really, really, really good and like mediocre. But it's but no matter which which zone it lands in, it's definitely the biggest pain in the ass that decks have to deal with. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> mm. Scoop. Yeah, that's that's yeah. really unfortunate. That sucks. Boggles does that sometimes. <clears throat> All right, that that was an uneventful game three. Uh, <laughs> what Meanwhile, about... <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, yeah, Mike know... is like getting his shit pushed in <laughs> to your left by Godfrey's <laughs> gifts or whatever. No, God. Uh, Grixis mid range. Oh man, yeah, that's a that's not a great matchup for him. Let's just cut all the all the bad cards and play all these good cards. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um. So what was the next round like? Oh, <laughs> this was pretty disgusting too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do. <laughs> That's pretty gross. Yeah. <laughs> this is probably your grossest game all day, honestly. <laughs> mm hmm. 
Okay. Yeah, he's still can blaze it. <laughs> sure. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no! <laughs> so bad. Savage. Uh, Savage. Yeah. Savage. I'd be so tilted if I was that guy. Man. Oh man. Names Eidolon, draws Eidolon. Oh. And so he couldn't do anything in next turn, and then, and then he drew a third one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> beats, man. The beats. Oh. I'm kind of interested. Interesting. I've actually, uh, I was going to say, I'm, I'm interested to, see, to, to, I would be interested to see what his list looked like. Uh, I haven't seen many burn decks floating around uh, in this meta, and I'd be interested to see what they're doing different. And I think Harsh Mentors sounds like a really good card to be in, in the meta right now. Did you have any vials on the battlefield too? Or on their way? Yeah. Not good. Not great. <laughs> what about the next round? Greed pile. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sure. 
Interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Path is just get rid of target creature. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get wrecked, son. Get wrecked. <laughs> okay. Sure. Whatever. Whatever wins, man. So, so uh. tell me about this. This one loss that you have then. Displacer and Strangler are just insane against small creature decks. Like, that deck's like Taylor built to just crush on you. Well, Displacer specifically because your champions and all the creatures that get buffs from your uh, Thales Lieutenant just lose all the counters. Tide Hollow Score is insane against humans. Hmm. Yep, that's that's really good. So it's it's a bad matchup. Yeah, so so it's a bad matchup and on top of it you didn't draw great. Mm-hmm. 
That's impressive. That's it's, really impressive. It's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, you were super dead. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I had a little bit of time to watch you get crushed because of a judge call. <laughs> uh, speaking about your matches, John, how did you end up doing personally? Uh, I went three and two on my matches for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, round one, I played against Burn and um, ended up in a situation. I think it was, it was game three, I want to say. My. <laughs> so it's like I have a pyromancer in hand I want to deploy but I know from I think it was a probe was it a probe I want to say I knew he had a um, a searing blaze in hand mm-hmm. and a fire blast and so we're trying to like decide whether we want to cobble therapy and take fire blast or or the the blaze and we're kind of low at this point Mm Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. the beats uh yeah and then he ripped like what double chain lightnings off the top or something or and uh, this is ra- this is round one yeah okay yeah, he he had some pretty good rips into the games where it was just like guess 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 off the top uh so yeah that ma- the matchup's kind of a toss-up um, in round two, I played against the mirror. I played Grixis Dulver. Um, I had two of the games. Actually, I think it was two. Oh yeah. I had pretty aggressive, like hands for mana denial in both games and just mm-hmm. kind of like kept him pinned down on resources and, uh, just, you know, kind of squeezed him out of the game. Um, and then I had <laughs> another, another brainstorm. I had a brainstorm decision this time made the incorrect choice and uh <laughs> chris chris couldn't stop me in time 
um, but it ended up not mattering. But it was um, what was it? I had a um, I had a Delver of Secrets in play, and he tries to bolt it, I believe. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah, he pyroblasts. That was right. He pyroblasts it. And um, yeah. Okay. Oh no, we counter we countered the pyroblast, didn't we? And then he countered back, I wanna say. I think we spell pierce. Yeah. Deathrite Shaman, yeah. Sure. Mm -hmm. So we have to crack our fetch lines <laughs> to pay for it. Shuffle Whoops. away the lightning bolt. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he he has a delver, an unflipped delver. And he does not flip the Delver, doesn't draw Burn Spall, passes back, and we just kill him. Yeah, all right. But if he had, like, let's say, flipped the Delver off of a Lightning Bolt, we would have been in a much more precarious position. <laughs> dead, dead, dead. Well, not dead, but... It not dead, but, but close. Awkward, yeah. Yeah. Really awkward. So, yeah. Because the thing is, is if he has Removal Spell for the Delver, the Delver is dying either way. And if he has mm -hmm. Counter Magic for our force of will then the delver's dead so the fact that the delver lived means like we probably just want lightning bolt because he just dies on the spot yeah like so made a mistake on that one all right so what about the next round burn again there was three teams fielding burn and legacy at this event oh i'm sorry i'm looking at the wrong line we played burn again later round three was turbo depths Chris was the one that played Burn on round three. Okay. Uh, put against Turbo Depths. Um, and I just kind of did Delver things. Um, like. <laughs> Insert just Delver things. Just Delver me. things. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I countered his stuff. Stifle was great in the matchup. Uh, I was playing the Stifle version of Versus Delver. Uh, mm -hmm. Stifle is really nice when you're trying to prevent your opponent from getting you. I agree. Um had a turn where I like stifled a, th a thespian stage activation Ooh, and then just so like good. killed him on the crack back. So good. Um, was playing kind of improperly in one of the games. Cause I was like, I don't know where I got this like line of thought, but I was like, I knew he had like another, he had a dark depths in play and he had another dark depths in hand. And I'm like, Oh man, he's just gonna, he's gonna play the second dark depths. 
and it's like gonna legend roll out and he's just gonna get a merit launch i don't know <laughs> why the fuck i was thinking that like i don't know where this like flawed logic came from it's just like entirely incorrect and so i was just like oh, i guess i guess i'm just gonna like be dead if he does that if he just does you know doesn't play around stifle which i don't have and then he just kind of like rips his card and just like well fuck <laughs> <laughs> I guess I just lose. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I think we've all been there where we like accidentally oh. think a card does something that it doesn't do and we're like panic about panicking about it. Oh, totally. yeah. I just had it like completely wrapped up and I'm like, oh man, I'm just dead to this thing that isn't even real. <laughs> like Oh yeah. Oh man. That was a bad one. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, what about the next round? Uh, I got skilled all over by sneak and show. I don't know that sure. deck. That deck tilts the hell out of me. It's. I don't know. It's it's good. It's good. It's good. It's deck. just. It's a good deck. I'm just not gonna. I'm not gonna shit talk, but I want to shit talk. I'll just leave it at that. Right. Um. So I've like got you know the beats going, and my opponent. I see his hand, and he has like. Uh, show and tell, force of will, like lands, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I'm like whatever, it's fine. He gets a draw step, you know. I get him almost dead, and I think he's dead on the next turn. He gets a second draw step, and he goes, uh, show and tell. I force of will. He forces back, so he drew a blue card on one of his yeah. draws, and then I'm like, well, fuck. Uh, okay, I put in a pithy needle. He puts in Gristlebrand. Oh, I'm sorry. He had Gristlebrand Force of Will. That's how I knew to put the needle in. So he had Gristlebrand Force of Will, and he drew blue card plus show and tell off the top. Okay. So, so he, she show and tells. I know he's putting in Gristlebrand, and I put it in Pythene Needle. We flip them at the same time, and, you know, the Gristlebrand is unable to activate and draw cards. The mm-hmm. thing is, Grixis Delaware can't really beat a 7 7 flying lifelinker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's so, great that you turn off his draw ability, but he's still going to beat you in the face with it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, <laughs> didn't even fucking matter. I just, like, you know, took it in the face a few turns and then, like, had to chomp. Then I had, like, another Delver, and I was like, oh, if the Delver flips, I get to, like, chomp again. And, like, <laughs> didn't even flip the Delver, just fucking died. Yeah. I don't know. I just, like, got skilled on by that deck. I don't know. It just... It's a really frustrating deck to play against. I'm it's, sure it is, yeah. It's just, like, they just have, like... A lot of the time, they just have, like, a pile of garbage cards when you see their hand, and they just, like rip like you know hot fire like multiple draw steps in a row without any cantrips and just fucking kill you and it's just as it's so tilting i don't know as the grixis player or the sorry the the taxes player i feel awesome playing that matchup oh yeah i mean because flicker wisp is just like mvp (laughs) flicker wisp is great and so is um uh caracas caracas is insane against that deck so yeah, feels bad. Um, <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll win on that. <laughs> so, 
And then round three, I put against Burn again. I had actually like a really interesting judge call, um, courtesy of Moto being hot trash. I wouldn't have even known about this otherwise. So, yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm playing against Burn again, and I'm in a situation where I'm stuck on lands against Burn again. So frustrating. And I have like a UC and a Wasteland and a Deathrite Shaman. And I want to make a red mana, I think, to put, like, a Pyromancer to play, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, um, okay, I just there's no lands in the yard, right? Because I haven't had a fetch, and he doesn't, like, put lands in the graveyard because he's just playing, like, I think he's playing the mountain-only version. Or maybe he had yeah. drawn a fetch land anyways. And so I'm like, Wasteland targeting itself. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you can't do that. I'm like, yeah, you can. I know you can. I've done it on Moto before. The reason I know this is because while cubing on more than one occasion, I have accidentally wastelanded my own wasteland. I had a, <laughs> I had a mouse that was double-clicking maybe one out of every ten times you left-clicked. It would click twice for a oh, while. And sad. so I'm cubing with Chris over like Skype as we play as like, two-headed giant. And I click on my wasteland, and it just whoop, goes right in the graveyard. It just disappears. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Where'd it go? Also bad with Muta Vault, you like go to tap your Muta Vault for mana the turn you played it, and it just shoots into play as a tap summoning sick tutu. It just like flies into your into your creature zone, <laughs> yeah. and you're just like, whoa! <laughs> yeah, it's like, what the? You can't undo it. It's just, it's, just, it's done, right? Like, yeah. oh, mana made, mana spent, enjoy your tapped tutu of summoning sickness. Like, yeah. Fucking A. So I'm like, no, you can't. And so he calls the judge. And judge is like, um, yeah, you can't do that. Um, we're gonna just roll it back to um before you you know activated the wasteland because you were I think you said you were activating it under like um false I don't remember the exact wording I think the wording support but he's basically basically because I believed it did something and it didn't do that thing sure which, sure which it actually does spoilers false pretense oh uh, yeah false pretenses. <laughs> Yeah, I was pretty salty about that one. So I was like, wow, rude. So he appeals to the head judge. Head judge looks, you know, evaluates the situation and upholds that we're going to basically rewind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, okay, fine, whatever. I can live without this red mana, I guess. And, you know, I asked the judge, I'm like, you know, I'm pretty sure this works. Do you mind if you have, like, some time later to, like, double check? And he's like, sure, that's fine. Um, so I, I rip a fetch lane off the top the next turn, get my red mana and just like kill him. Get right. Um, and so I'm like, man, I'm pretty sure you can do that. Like moto is a buggy piece of shit, right? So like, maybe it's just a moto bug at this point. I'm not like a hundred percent sure, but it's, it's not because in reality, yeah. So you, I did some Googling and I wasn't sure because it was like, you know, an MTG salvation post from like, oh eight. And that's, you know, what, nine years ago rules change. And the the thing I've read is that um, what happens when you're when you're activating ability is you choose targets, then you pay costs. So you activate the wasteland, you choose the target of wasteland because it hasn't you haven't paid costs yet. The wasteland hasn't been sacrificed. You then pay the cost, sacrifice the wasteland. The ability looks, see, there's no wasteland there anymore, and it fizzles. So you basically wasteland and just blow up your own wasteland. 
but land on the yard. It's relevant against price of progress sometimes and in situations like this where you really need colored mana of a death rate. And so the judge is like, yeah, I'm that, that makes sense. I'm going to check, you know, casting a spell is actually pretty complicated. You know, people just shortcut the hell out of it, right? But the actual steps and the rules are pretty in-depth. So he goes, you know, looks at the rules, kind of looks at it. And he's like, yeah, yeah. He goes, checks the head judge. They come back over and they're like, we're really sorry. You were right. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially, we're really sorry. We could have cost you the game and we did cost your opponent the game. Uh, well, not really. Sorry. It didn't like, cost him the shrug. game either sure, way. Sure, sure, sure. But, yeah, I mean, that's understandable. It's weird, right? It's not the way you normally do things in Magic. I wasn't No. Mad. But uh, if I, I mean, if I had had to waste my own UC, I would have been a little bit unhappy. I do have yeah, to. I would have I, been... I, I wouldn't have been so agreeable. But, um, you know what? People are human. I don't know. It's Magic's rules are really complicated. I don't... They, I, I'm not, I, like, I, mad at them. I wouldn't be mad either, but I would, like... I don't know. There's, there's some level of like, like listen. One player obviously really believes this happen. This can happen. So why don't we check right now instead of like coming back to you later with a you decision? You know, you know what I bet it was is I was like, I've done this on Moto before. I'm pretty sure this works. And everyone's like, Moto, Moto, buggy <laughs> garbage. <laughs> like, <laughs> I bet if I hadn't even mentioned Moto, they would have like looked into it a bit yeah. more. I don't know, maybe I don't know, but yeah, Moto is fucking hot garbage. So <laughs> it is, but it is very spot on the rules. Like you, yeah. you decide what you're activating. You pick your target for the activation, and then you pay the cost of the activation. Yeah, yeah. I just I didn't have that like knowledge of you know, I'm I'm not like super well versed in like the nuances of the rules so i didn't yeah. have like a way to articulate my argument i was just like <laughs> i'm pretty sure it works <laughs> i've done it i watched the wasteland disappear into the ether like multiple times i have i have like i've i've felt this suffering before yeah anyways so i ended up winning um and uh i got to look over and watch chris get fucking dumpstered by black uh, white taxes. yeah yeah and uh, my burn opponent is like now giving chris's opponent like relevant advice which made things even worse he's like chris is like draws like his four i think it's like your third or fourth aether vial and just kind of like deadpans the guy passes back and the burn opponent's like plays though he has nothing i'm like fuck that that's totally what he should do. <laughs> that is 100% the correct advice. And the guy's like, yeah, I don't know. Like, okay. Tags in. Because he has, like, um, he has a scholar with, like, a meddling mage under or something he hasn't been attacking with, right? And he's yeah. Like, he's going to hold it back again. And honestly, like, I wasn't too happy with the way that played out either. Because he was, like, definitely declaring attackers. And then burn guys, like, wait, wait, wait. Like, you need to attack like this. And I was like, I'm pretty sure attackers have already been declared, honestly. Technically no, because you're not allowed. To, you're not allowed to touch their cards as a teammate, and no. they're they're the one that. Yeah. But. Yeah. No. But at the same time, if they haven't actually said declare declaring these attacks, I think he said attacks, didn't he? I don't remember. I don't know. I I can't say hundred percent. But yeah. he he had made what what appeared to be a very clear. <clears throat> attack and then i think in a his team teammate event, was like hold up you know yeah I, think, I don't know i think in a team event the words matter more than the actions not saying that the actions aren't important 
But I think if if a if an opponent turns something sideways and then confers with their with their teammate and then pulls it back, I think that's probably valid. I would agree, um, but I don't know if the rules do. Like, yeah. I think that's more in the spirit, but I don't know what the actual rules of yeah. the uh, of it are. Maybe, we, maybe if we were playing good. for a whole twenty seven fifty each here, man. There is almost <laughs> there is like almost a hundred whole dollars on the line here. That's funny. So yeah. <laughs> So, so overall, you you guys both had really good personal days. I guess uh, three two isn't like stellar by any means. It's not stellar, but it's good. Like you went positive. Uh, but your standard player went uh, hey, round one. He didn't get a chance to finish. He didn't even finish three of his games, and that's round one draw. Didn't finish sec- first second game. Didn't finish third. That's game, not his fault. And then though. lost two games. No, I, no, not I, his fault. But I could understand if he was very frustrated that day. Yeah, like he didn't actually get to win. He didn't actually win a single game of Magic, which had to be really, or a single match of Magic, which had to be really frustrating. He had the first one locked up, um, and then the other two he didn't even get to finish. So yeah, that's got to be really frustrating. He was a good sport. Um, and then he played against Teamer and lost against it twice. And you know, in our testing, we thought that you know, you know game one is obviously like a free roll, and then mm-hmm. we thought we were like, I don't know what. 50-50, Chris, post-board, it felt like. And I was the one playing Teamer, and I thought I was playing the deck well, but maybe I wasn't doing a very good job. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you know, from my experience, the Teamer decks, just like, if they can put enough early pressure on the blue-white decks, they're going to get it. It's, it's, it's kind of just inevitability at that point. If they can go turn one... Uh, a tune turn to cub or uh, man censored. Like, I don't know. Oh, really? That is that is very interesting. That's yeah, yeah. They have main deck counter spells, glory bringers. Yeah. The, the matchup's a little harder, but yeah, Teamer Black though definitely seemed like fine, like fine. We were pretty, we were, we were really worried about you know the post board games because we've been reading a lot of stuff that stuff wasn't very good, and we did a fair amount of testing. I mean, we weren't like exhaustive. We didn't have that much time, but we spent what two, three? I we spent two nights, and then I spent one night with Mike. So we spent like th- maybe twelve hours testing altogether. Yeah, maybe not that much. Maybe like ten hours. And it felt fine. And I didn't think I was doing that bad of a job playing the teamer decks. Like, the lines aren't that complicated against blue-white. So, hey, maybe it was just bad draws at uh, this one this one matchup. I guess. I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes the deck just does that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it could have been variants. Yeah, I guess... From my yeah. from my experience playing the deck, it just felt like the the teamer decks or sorry the energy decks were as long as they were just aggressive in the early game and they got my life total under ten before I could fumigate. It was usually bad news for me. Well, uh, I mean, congratulations on you both your both personal positive days. Uh, sorry that you guys went two two and one overall. Um, I need more practice. I I wasn't. I didn't feel like I was like crushing it or anything is, like that. Is there a team event coming up soon in your guys' area again? December. I think the same store is doing it uh, again in December. So we'll be back. Sweet. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I have the deck online now. I'm gonna get some some practice in. I'm one and zero in my current league. Five zero. Here we here we come. Hey. 
definitely how <laughs> things are going to turn out. Uh, is there anything else that you guys would do different in this event? Yeah, I would not have played the time-killing game we played before the event of Blue-Black Control versus Teamer Black. Holy fuck, what a miserable game. <laughs> oh, I wanted to, like, kill myself. We're like, oh, we don't want to, like, reveal our decks, you know, so we're not going to play against Mike's deck. So we have these other proxy decks laying around. We'll just play Blue-Black Control versus Teamer Black. And, oh, God, what a fucking awful matchup. Oh man! It was. I kill your scare of God. Reanimate it with my scare of God. Oh like, my God! Sacrifice my scare of God to get an extra trigger? Question mark. Jeez. Yeah, I was like, oh, now scare of God also a zombie. <laughs> That's. That's gross. Ugh. Yeah. It was. I lost that game. I I got you to one life in two of the games. I like Frasca ulted you one game, put you to one, couldn't seal the deal. Next game, got you to one, and then you were just like, ah, scare of God, kill your scare of God. You literally can't resolve anything ever now. <laughs> so is but this there is any... like turn 30. Oh, oh, I had four, I had four harness lightnings in hand. You guys are ridiculous. That sounds miserable. I would never play that out. I would just be like, yeah, I'm conceding. This is dumb. Yeah, I had four. Yeah? Oh, uh. lol. <laughs> oh, it's so tilting. Yeah. Wow. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. Wow. Yeah, we were like shot. We were like bolting them each time. We wouldn't have, I wouldn't have enough energy to even do any of that. Yeah, I had, I had quad quad harness lightning. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, is there any advice that you would give to anyone listening who is going to be going into a team event? Practice, practice a lot. Um, play with people that you can communicate well with. Don't like. I think like you just need to like take some ego out of it too. Like. And don't feel bad if, like, your teammate loses. Like, I don't know. Like, you're going to lose. Like, you lose when you play solo. But there's going to be games where, you know, you won, but your teammates don't pull through. And there's going to be games where you lose and your teammates pull through. And that feels really awesome. So uh, just try to take some ego out of it and just play for the team, you know. Now, would you guys say practice decks alone? Or would you say try to practice as... Like, find another three people to play against and then practice as a team. I think that's, like, basically impossible unless you have a lot of free time and you can find another team that does. But I think Mm -hmm. practicing together is really good because you want, especially the person in the middle, to know all the decks. Um, The better you know your teammates' decks, the better you can help, Um, which is really important in a team event, right? Like, if... Chris hadn't played blue white at all leading up to this, or even like paid attention to the deck. He wouldn't have been able to really help Mike at all. Um, so that's really important, especially to have your modern player, uh, have at least like, a, you know, a finger, a finger in on each format to be able to help out. Cause you lose a lot of EV. I think not having the ability to have your middle player help out.
But don't go to time either. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's a pretty good device. And uh, last question before we move into Slot of the Week. Is there a different deck that you would have chosen for this tournament specifically? I think both of us were spot on in our deck selection. Uh, Grixis Delver is the best deck in Legacy. It's the right archetype for me that I have the most experience playing. I don't think there would be a better deck for me to play in Legacy. Chris's deck we weren't as sure about, but uh, it's obviously been panning out really well for him. I don't know if it's his favorite deck in the world to play, but I think it's been it's been going pretty well for you, right, Chris? Yeah, that's pretty good odds. Or that's pretty good results. Yeah, the deck feels really good. And what about Mike? We were the most unsure about his deck, and there was a lot of hand wringing and time spent on the list and the practice. We definitely spent by far the most time on standard. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Standard's hard right now. Like it, everyone, it is pretty ev- difficult. Everyone's playing energy and. You know, everyone's like, oh, you just play the best deck. You play energy, right? But, like, so we drop Mike. They're really hard. So if we drop Mike in, Mike has, like, a week's experience at this point. If, you know, if, if we'd gone with energy and we'd, like, gone all on, all on that, we'd have, like, we can have two weeks practice of energy. People have been playing energy for, like, months now. It's been, how long has that deck been around? Long, longer than months. Probably closer to a year. Yeah. So, like, there's just no way you can replace that much experience. He's going to get slaughtered in the mirrors. I'd get slaughtered. Chris would get slaughtered. Like, it's just not where you want to be playing against people that have all this experience in the mirror and you're just picking the deck up. Yeah. And so we were really trying to figure out, you know, what the the best non-energy deck was to beat the energy decks and the red decks. And we, you know, we thought our approach was where we wanted to be. I'm still not, I'm not off the deck, but I don't know. It's hard. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> well, um, I think that about wraps, wraps it up for you guys. Do you guys have anything else you guys want to add? Zabaris. <laughs> uh, moving on to slot of the week where we tell you what we're excited about fitting into our 75 um, and what we're totally hyped about. Uh, John, how about you lead us off? Um, my slot of the week is uh, Bedlam Reveler. Um, I've been wanting to play a really sweet four-color greed pile in Modern for a while now. Um, I've been playing like the Mardu deck, and um, that's not quite greedy enough for me. I want to play something greedier. Uh, haven't really found a perfect list. I wanted to play a list that Sam Black posted a couple weeks ago. I just couldn't find all the cards in time, so I didn't get to play it. I had to run back Mardu again. Took last week off. Uh, last week, I saw an article that Ari Lax posted. It was an extremely good article on the pro side of Star City Games. It was the best cards in Modern and how you should be casting them. I really recommend that article. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Ari Lax overall, but he writes some really solid articles. I really recommend reading them when he puts them out. Um, and he posted a really sweet list. Uh, there's been a kind of Mardu Bedlam Reveler deck going around on Moto for a while. It's been doing decent. And he posted a list that got fourth at a Invitational Qualifier, I want to say, that was uh, a four-color uh, Bedlam Reveler deck. It's playing Pyromancer, Bedlam Reveler, Snapcaster Mage, and Lingering Souls. Um, a bunch of stuff like Thought Scour and Faithless Looting. 
It's a super greedy mid-rangey pile. I think it's going to crush up on a lot of the decks that are FNM, and I'm like super excited to play it. So uh, my pick of the week is Bedlam Leveler, and I'm really excited to uh, draw three, play a 3-4 prowess guy multiple times this Friday. Uh, how about you, Chris? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. <clears throat> yeah. A weakness, <clears throat> a, a weakness we all share on this podcast. <laughs> Gross. Get out of here. The deck is sweet. <laughs> I really want to know how many, like, what percentage of the room is actually going to know the deck already. Like, how many people watch that for all the videos? Probably, like, a decent amount. I'd say a big percentage of Magic players probably watch, uh, or at least know about Saffron Olive decks. <laughs> <laughs> that long pause. <laughs> ah. <laughs> uh, this week, I'm going to be jamming in Hope of Gearper into my affinity list. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of talk about running at least a one of in your main board on the affinity uh, group on Facebook. And it seems to be having some pretty good success for them. Uh, for at least, at least the people who are posting lists. Um, it seems like it's probably one of the first cards you cut in a, in a deck where you don't need it. But... It stays in a lot of the times thanks to playing Storm, multiple matchups, playing against uh, Abzan or uh, Grixis or Jund that you just don't want them to do anything on their turn. Uh, it, in my head, it it hasn't really stood out as a as an affinity stand-in, but um, other people are praising it. I'm gonna try it out this week and and see if it. If it can find a permanent slot in my 75. I'm expecting you to be underwhelmed. Yeah, you know, I think unless I play against, you know, unless I play against Storm Storm uh, Abzan, I'm not going to see Hope of Gearper be all that amazing. But I think that I could interpret interpret uh, where it's going to land in the grand scheme of things after just a few matches. Yeah, it's worth trying. Um, and I think that about wraps us up for this episode. Thank you guys for sticking around till the very end. Uh, if you guys were wondering where you can check us out, you can head over to mtgconflicts.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube under the same name, MTG Conflicts, one word. And if you have any suggestions or comments that you'd like us to read, please feel free to email us at themtgconflicts at gmail.com. Again, we really do appreciate you sticking around till the very end, and we hope you'll join us in the next one. Later. Later.